Good afternoon, hockey fans. Welcome to Buccaneer Arena and Beer League Radio. I'm Matt Whips, joined in the booth by Tyler Shelton. Tyler, we've got a great matchup today, a very traditional old-school D-League matchup between the Vicious Squirrels and the Knights. How do you see this one shaping up? I am very excited to watch this game. The belt's in the box. I wasn't allowed to touch it, which kind of hurt my feelings. You'll only touch it if you win it. That's my understanding. Well, we're all winners, I think, is the important <laughs> takeaway here. Uh, all I'm saying is I've never lost this rivalry game. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, I look to see the squirrels come out and push really hard, with the exception of one particular right-wing player today, as Pete Van Howling has decided to come out of retirement for this game a month early after breaking three ribs. I just noticed that. I, I saw the uh, makeshift jersey there. It looked like a black tape job, number 81. But I said, wait a minute, that's Pete's number. Yeah, uh, as I went down there to get his scratches, I was told earlier by Mr. Lee Patton that Pete might play today, and I said, that's, that's a month early. That's really early for a nice young guy after breaking ribs, and uh, Pete is no spring chicken. Well, let's have a quick pregame prayer that nothing <laughs> happens to Pete. The poor guy has been through the ringer as far as injuries these last couple years. I just want to see him have an injury-free, enjoyable rest of the season. I would agree. I'm glad to see him. I'm a little concerned that he came back early, but he must know what he's doing. So mm, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> let's, let's not get carried away. Uh, I will point out that I do like the, the black tape job from the numbers are a lot easier to read than the white vinyl on the back of the lighter colors. I will go with that for sure, absolutely. All right, so let's talk about this real quick. The Squirrels come in at 5-0-1, and, and the Knights at 3-1-2. and two. And i I got to say, what jumped out to me is Damon Punslin and his sparkling 931 save percentage. Yeah, that is amazing. And the defense has been huge in front of him. All right, so we are underway, and the squirrels dump it in deep where it's taken by Ryan Butler, who wraps it around. Looking for Keen Gritton, and it pops out of the zone where it's taken by Dan Jones, who dumps it back in. It's retrieved by T Captain Taylor McKee. Taken off her stick by Justin Oskin. Centering pass, that's broken up nicely by Butler. Another very dangerous play. Now Jones chips it in, it's bouncing. Goes over the stick of Butler. Butler again wraps it around. Where it's taken again by Austin. Passes behind the net to Busby. Ken Busby wraps it around. Looking for his defense. It's not quite at the point, but kept in nicely there by Larry Hippen. A little one-hander. Now Butler again is going to try to clear. That hits a skate. And once again, the squirrels keep it in. That one's kicked aside by Hansen. That one's blocked. So early pressure from the Squirrels, as finally the Knights will clear, and this is going to go all the way down. I haven't seen a signal yet from the referee. They wave it off. No icing on the play. Both teams in the midst of a change, so Dan Jones will retrieve it as he starts up ice. That one too far for everyone. Is chipped out by the Knights. Trying to get up to Forrest. There's Brian Forrest. Hits a skate during the changeover. Tom Mavridis brings it in. Hits a skate there, though. It's taken by Kyle Peterson. Peterson has it roll off his stick. Now Forrest looking to clear and does. Good play there by Brian Forrest. The leading scorer for the Knights comes in at eight goals, one assist, but he can play some good defense as well. All right, that's brought in by Adam Smith. He fires. That's deflected by Blake Current. Chipped into the middle and just over the stick of Peterson. The Squirrels have already been just buzzing the Knights in the offensive zone. It's been nuts. All yeah. right. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Took me a moment, but I got it now. All right, Tom Mavridis on a partial breakaway. Mavridis shoots. That one's fought off by Puncelin. And just for good measure, Mavridis barrels in. Now Forrest fires. That one's deflected wide. Finally some pushback by the Knights. There's a squirrel on the on the ice there. It was that face level when that puck came in. That would have been terrifying. Yeah, that's nothing you want to ever want to see. You got a full cage on, so you probably would have been fine. Still ring your bell. All right, now Alex Stambro is going to retrieve it for the Knights as they look to reset. Over to Current. Has a roll off his stick, but he recovers. Nice job there by Blake. Still in the zone, though. Is chipped in by the squirrels. Now Stambro has some time, and he clears the center. 
There's a mix-up, and Forrest just about had a break. The last minute, Patton recovered. Pete's out. Now Peterson brings it in. Pete Van Halen, after a multiple-week absence, is making his return. Shots on goal, so no icing there. Now Patton, Lee Patton chips it up to Van Howling. Pete Van Howling dumps it in off of Peterson's stick, and now it's cleared by Butler. And the squirrel's in the middle of a change. So, Tyler, already I see very short shifts, especially on part of the squirrel, so good to see that. Oh, it certainly is, and I know that from playing the squirrels a handful of times already, they like to go as hard as possible, so keeping those shifts short is going to help them be able to do that in the third period. Now T.J. Fleming dumps it in, but still waiting for Jones to clear. So Taylor McKee gets it out. He's trying to hit Nathan Nemers, but went past him. Now Dirk Miller gets it up to Nemers. He gets around Hippen. Nemers wraps around the net. Becky Curran was wide open, couldn't corral that puck. Nice attempt from Becky Curran. Goes right towards the net. She just didn't have an, any time to get anything on it. And it's steered away nicely by Puncelin, but really great job from Becky being right in the low slot, just ready for it. Nemers took that puck and wrapped it around the net and bought time for Becky Current to get to the front of the net, and she just about had it. Sort of rolled off her stick just slightly. And Puncelin with the save. So now the face-off to the right of Puncelin. Back to the point. Butler's got a good shot. He gets it on net. Puncelin steers that side. Nemers with a rebound. That goes wide. So good pushback now by the Knights. McKee keeps it in temporarily, but now it's taken out by T.J. Fleming. Tried to get ahead to Van Howling, but Taylor McKee will get there first. She wraps it around. Squirrels again with the pressure. And Van Howling was all alone, and only a heads-up play by McKee prevented that puck from getting to him. Now Van Howling. He puts it on net, and that one's steered aside. Hansen had to fight that one off. Came off the inside of his right leg pad. That could have just as easily bounced in as it did away. Now a dump in by the Knights as they look to make some changes. That's always a smart play. Get the puck in deep, then make your change. Becky Curran all alone, though. Good job out of her continuing the forecheck to keep the, the time available for her team to make the full change. T.J. Fleming brings it in now. Tries to get around McKee and does. Cuts to the center, and that's broken up by Hansen. Now Hutman comes out. Tried to get it ahead to Jordan Guy. That goes a little too far for the icing. So 13-18 to go here in the first. No score. Great to have you with us here on Beer League Radio. And let's kind of reset here. The Squirrels come in with their kind of tan jerseys with white numbers. And the Knights, traditional kind of a 90s L.A. Kings look, black yeah. with the white numbers. These are, the, of course, the CIDL jerseys. No word yet on if these teams are going to be using customized jerseys this year. But uh, I do have word on that. They are. They're just waiting on them to arrive. Okay. There we go. So breaking news here on Beer League Radio here on December 1st. Speaking of those 90s Kings jerseys, Shields has Gretzky Kings jerseys for sale, I noticed yesterday. Uh-oh. Don't really know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, better late than never. I mean, it's definitely late. All right, so the Knights looked at clear, but good keep in there temporarily. But now it comes out, and the Squirrels dump it back in again. They tag up. Now it's going to be taken by Alex Stanbro. Stanbro looking for help. Just gets it out to Hutman. Hutman brings it up himself. He fires. Punslin steers that aside. Hutman follows his own shot. He's got Gritton in front and just rolled off his stick. Now Stanbro. Partially fans, but it gets it down all the way to Jordan Guy. Guy looking to set something up. Tries to get it back to the point and does, where it's taken by Stambro. He fires. That one's blocked and chipped out. Now Blake Current gets there first. Nice little bank off the boards to Hutman, but stood up nicely by Justin Oskin at the blue line. Now Brad Hall brings it in, but just offside. So... The former Knight, Brad Hall, now facing his old team as a member of the Squirrels. Well, yeah, I think uh, he, he's, he's gone from an, un, an undefeated season to a currently undefeated season. I think we can safely say Brad Hall, undefeated guy. So far, so good. <laughs> Even with the most excellent flow no longer there as he cut that down in the offseason. That's why they have a tie already. That's Th right. That's his fault. <laughs> 
All right, so the squirrel's way offside, so they have to tag up here as the captain, Taylor McKee, takes it behind her net. Skates it forward, looking for Mavridis, but banks it off the boards, just gets it out to Forrest. Nice skate work. And now a break for Oskin. Peterson. Peterson. Peterson scores. So it looked like 48. My apologies there. That was Kyle Peterson. Looked like he was going to go forehand, but then faked it over nicely to his backhand and just slid it in there. So beautiful goal, and it is 1-0 Squirrels as they open the scoring. And Squirrels just added another body as Chris Eng is here now. Coming in the door right now. All right, so a little Thanksgiving hangover. Misses about the first nine minutes of this one, but he has arrived. He's going to claim that uh, adds to his plus minus as he came on the ice just as that goal was scored. Oh, certainly. All right, so one forward by Forrest temporarily. And now the goal scorer, Peterson, looking for more. He chips it past McKee. Looking for help in the middle. The point is open as well, and he's looking to get it there. Jones comes in as he signals it, and he fires, and that just goes wide. As Hansen fought that off, good give and go there by the Squirrels. Now Forrest chips it out. Brian Forrest has all kinds of attention, as the leading scorer would want. All right, so he takes it to the corner. Centers, it goes all the way through. And no, now we get a whistle. Puntzlin's laying on top of it, and there we see the puck. It looked for a moment there, Tyler, like it may have snuck in. I think he either did a great job not selling, sweeping it out, or we lost everyone on the ice, lost track of that, because it ended up by his knees. But the way he went down, he sure thought it was over his shoulder. And I couldn't tell if Mavridis got a piece of that or just sort of caromed, but in any event, he just was able to keep it out and keep the Knights off the score sheet. So the face-off to the right of Puntzlin now. That one's chipped ahead. Nemers now shoots. Ooh, good glove by. Oh, it went there in. There it is. It looked like Puntzlin had it temporarily. I think it was down under his arm. He was trying to pinch the arm down and get it between his chest and his arm, and it just trickled through and bounced in because that didn't even hit the back of the net. I think it just kind of slid through the gear and just fell down and in. He just couldn't quite get the arm down fast enough. Well, we had a pretty good view of that here from the Collins Community Credit Union, and it looked like Punslin had it, but then, like you said, it trickled off his gloves and just trickled across. But in any event, very importantly, the Knights answer that goal, and we are tied at one. All right, Stambro has it just inside the red line. He chips a forward, but Van Halen picks that off, but now Stambro returns a favor. Alex Stambro brings it in. He's got some room, partially fans on it. Now it's chipped to the corner where everybody sort of watches. And now the squirrels regroup. Van Halen gets it out. It's taken by Nemers temporarily. That is Sam Wendell trying to stick hand around Nemers. Nemers now is going to bring it out. It's taken by Patton. Patton will fire that shot from anywhere, Tyler. That was just inside the red line. He said, why not? I'm going to put Man, this one on net. If I had that shot, I would too. <laughs> Absolutely. Every chance you get. He, and he was patient and waited until everybody was onside before he ripped it, just in case it went in. Ooh, good deflection there by Van Howling. Looks like he's been practicing those during his uh, convalescence. Yeah, I would think so. All right, good keep in there. Center just broken up by a nice poke check by Hansen. Patton now looking to fire, but that one's blocked. That's Becky Kern who brings it out. Nice play there by Becky. She brings it in. Got Dirk Miller in the middle if she can get it to him. Goes all the way through, but then broken up nicely by Doug Woolhams. Hutman keeps it in. He dumps it down low. Some good back and forth action after early domination, I would say, by the Squirrels. Now it's the Knights with some pushback. Miller has it elude him, and now it's cleared. This one's going to go all the way down for the icing. 6.38 to go. One to one. The Squirrels and Knights, great to have you with us here on Beer League Radio. You know, we talked earlier, this is one of the oldest rivalries in the league, if not the oldest. This goes back to at least two iterations of the D-League prior, so almost a decade, Tyler, that I these two teams. I did not know it was two iterations. Oh, yeah. And this it was go, one. Yep, yep, this goes back a ways. You guys have been this goofy for that long, huh? Well, somebody's <laughs> got to do it. That's true. <laughs> All right, so good break here by the squirrels 
I think it's Busby. It's Ken Busby. Tangles with Butler. A couple of D-League veterans right there. Centered. And we're seeing a lot of this already. Hansen is anticipating these centering passes and basically becoming a third defenseman as he bats that puck away, preventing it from entering the slot. That's a good heads-up play by the goaltender for the Knights. He's got great stick work in general. And even lately, like you said, he's been keeping an eye open for that centering pass and trying to help out his D just to keep that puck away from himself and definitely not in the high-danger slot area. All right, so Hutman brings it out. He's got numbers if he hurries. Ooh, centers around nicely, but a good breakup there by Chris Eng. So making his presence felt after a late entrance. Broke up a nice three-on-one there. That's Justin Oskin. Centers, goes all the way through. And that is Miller trying to clear it. Here comes Keen Gritton. Can't quite get around Oskin, who dumps it back in. But that was from the wrong side of the red line. And we will have a face-off to the left of Puncelin. 4.48 to go. One-to-one, -one, Squirrels and Knights. So, the, the as you said, the... The ice is kind of leveled out after the, the initial push from the Squirrels. And as the, as the game goes on, the Squirrels are going to want to try to keep a hold of some energy. As we talked about last week in the, the recap, the Knights are far and away the best third-period team in the league. Yeah, very true. So the Squirrels better be ready for that as it's sure to come. All right, now Oskin chips it deep. Brad Hall gets there first. He centers or attempts to. That's blocked off nicely. Squirrels maintain possession as Busby reverses course. That one hits the side of the net. Now Jones is going to fire it. That one's deflected by Forrest, but right under the stick of Oskin. Finally, Mavridis alertly grabs it and dumps it out. That was a dangerous play there. The Squirrels just about had one going there. It was a great shot attempt from Justin. It was just blocked off a stick. Great job from him keeping his head up and his stick down. So Busby flips it forward. It's taken by Jones. Up to Austin. I really like how the squirrels are timing their changes. They're dumping that puck deep, then they go for the change. There are some intermediate teams, including mine, who could learn from that. <laughs> and both these teams are doing a great job with timing for changes. All right, Forrest looked to get around Jones, just rolled off his stick. Now Mervridis, he stick handles around Hall, gets it up to Forrest. Brian Forrest. He fires. That's rolling oh! in. It hit the post, and then Puncelin's gear, and then went, what, two inches over the line? Yeah, so the Knights now have two goals. I'm not sure either one of them have actually hit the back of the net, but it doesn't matter. It goes over that red goal line, and it counts. So as you said, Tyler, that time, although it initially looked like Puncelin got a glove on it, I think you're right. It hit the post, came back, and ricocheted off his gear and just rolled across the line like a curling stone. That barely made it across. But now it is the Knights with the 2-1 to one lead late here in the first with 2.40 to go. Anytime any one of us novice hit, novices hits the post hard enough to make it ring, I feel really good for that person. doesn't matter what happens after that. Oh, that's better than a birthday present right, right there. <laughs> All right, so Nemers chips it forward. Chris Engs is going to get there first. He wraps it around. Peterson emerges. Trying to hit Adam Smith and does. Smith has to wait for that puck. Now he gets it back to Peterson on a great give and go. Just eluded him. Ooh, Ooh Peterson goes hard into the boards. Thankfully gets right back up. Good job getting your chin up so you spin all the way into the boards. Eng now brings in. Chris Eng couldn't quite get that puck to settle down. He centers, but that's broken up. It's going to be kept in by Patton, though. Patton fires that wide where it's going to be taken by Butler, who's looking to clear. He wraps it all the way around, but no one there for the Knights. So it's kept in by Eng very nicely. Now Adam Smith. Smith still at the puck. Fires. That one's broken up by Butler. Eng pinches in. Now finally it's going to be cleared by Dirk Miller. Nemers sends it over to Becky Current. Current did a nice job there at getting that, in, that one in deep over the stick of Patton. Taylor Hickey wraps it all the way around where it's taken by Adam Smith. Chipped up nicely there by Ethan Hutman. Trying to hit Peterson there. That one eluded Taylor McKee, but she recovers. 
But now Peterson gets there first. Peterson stick handles around. He centers. That one goes all the way through, Ooh. and a great stop by Hansen. He thought that was in. That makes two of us. I don't yeah. know how he stopped that. Inside a minute to go now, and Hansen just made the save of the game so far. Preserving the Knights' 2-1 to one lead. All right, that one's kept in nicely there by Patton. Where Butler retrieves it, goes the other way, as all the traffic was on his side. Taylor McKee reverses course. Now Butler and Smith tangle. Smith comes out front. That's in. And it tri trickles in. He backhanded it into the, the inside of uh, Hansen's right pad, and it just rolled down it into the back of the net. That's the third goal in a row that didn't hit the back of the net. Yeah, now that time, I think direction changed at least twice, maybe three times behind him, and I think just for a split second, Hansen lost the view of that. Yep. And by the time he recovered, the just puck caromed off his pad and, as you say, just barely trickled across the line. And as you heard the buzzer, that was right at the tail end of the first. And what a game, 2-2. Two to two. That the, the last three goals have just been utter gut punches for the goaltenders. It's, they're in the, spot, the right spot, the right place, the right time, but they're just a tiny bit off. And you can't, it's, you're not being screened. It's not, you know, somebody beat you clean with skill. It's just you didn't quite get to where you need to be. Yeah, and that was tough because Hanson, like we said, had just made essentially the save of the game and yeah. they had this kind of crazy one go in, but they all count the same. All right, so before we start the second period, let's take time out to hear from our sponsors. Beer League Radio is brought to you by The Keg Stand, located at 3530 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. With over 90 beers on tap and new tappings every single week, they have special events and parties throughout the year, a full menu of some of the best food in town with food specials all day, Monday through Friday. They are open until 2 a.m. seven days a week and is one of our absolute favorite places to hang out with friends and catch any number of any big games on over 15 big screen TVs. The Cake Stand is the official sponsor of the CIDL and Beer League Radio. Head up to the Cake Stand. Tell them we sent you. Beer League Radio is brought to you by AVS, anything audio, video, security, one of the nation's largest direct TV dealers and AT&T wireless dealers. They offer full CenturyLink internet for any residential or commercial space. Our company, MyVIP Move, offers home security, Mediacom internet, and TV as well. Custom home theater applications are available. Call Nate McCombs at 515-868-6119. All right, so again, two to two here as we start the second and the teams switch sides. This, of course, is the period of the long change, which is usually when we are led to some crazy scoring plays. Either teams will get caught on a change or get caught, frankly, on the ice too long. You get some tired legs out there. So I look for lots of action here in this period, although that first period had plenty of drama, Tyler. It certainly did. And if memory serves, the Squirrels are one of the better second period teams as they tend to keep that high energy from the first period and short shifts there. All right, Fleming now. He fires. It's fought off by Hansen, but he couldn't quite glove it cleanly. Now Stambro looking to clear. Patton keeps that in, but only temporarily. And now it's Jordan Guy who brings in. He's got Hutman with him. Guy shoots. That one goes just wide. Punceland may have gotten a piece of that because Guy had a Big chunk of that shot. That was a nice high-rising shot. All right, Jones fires it around. And Howling clears. Gets it up to Fleming, TJ Fleming. He's got Wendell with him. Oh, it just couldn't quite corral that puck. So nicely developing play that just sort of fell apart there. Now Hansen comes out and wraps it around. Hippen keeps it in. He fires towards the middle, almost went through. Now Van Howling, looking like he hasn't missed a step. He's making some several good centering plays. Hippen keeps that in. Van Howling again behind to Wendell. Sam Wendell sends it back, but that's intercepted by Hutman. Hippen again fires it down. Which was taken by Wendell, who couldn't quite corral that puck. He had an open net there just for a moment. Almost kept in by Dan Jones, but now Hutman looking to split the D. And gets it up to Jordan Guy, but that goes all the way to the corner. Now Guy gets it back to Hutman, and that's poked off his stick by Fleming. Fleming gets around Stambro, and now it's a two-on-one. 
with Busby. That one goes wide. Good play there by Taylor McKee to bother Fleming just enough to make him shoot that puck wide. Now Hupman looking to clear, but kept in by Jones. That's Wendell, has it roll off his stick. Taken by Busby. Ooh. There's a battle over there. An awkward tumble into the boards there as well. And that was Bradley Miller. Looks all right, but. That's the second time we've seen somebody hit the boards hard, but both times they've come up real quick. I always kind of hold my breath there for a half second when that happens. Especially when they're not wearing a full cage. Yeah. First game we saw somebody hit the dashers with a, just a visor on. We were, were real worried up here. All right. Now, Hutman has it roll off his stick, but right on to Bradley Miller. There's a turnover at center where Stambro will dump it in. He goes for a change. It's going to be retrieved by Chris Eng. Eng wraps it around. It's going to be taken by Busby. And now Forrest gets it. Nice shot. And that goes in. So that time, it looked like the squirrels were going to clear, and it, the puck bounced just a moment. Forrest grabbed it and just fired it, and that went five-hole. Puntzlin couldn't quite get the pad squeezed in in time. And again, not real hard over the line, but again, it doesn't matter. And the Knights are back on top, 3-2. to two. That was a nice play there to get the puck and then give it to somebody who's got a better angle to shoot instead of kind of just float it towards the net. Great decision-making from everyone on the ice there. Okay, so Forrest looking for another one. He brings it in himself to the sharp angle. He centered. That went all the way through where it's taken by Miller, and now it's cleared by the Squirrels. And this will go deep enough for the icing call. So 15.25 to go here in the second. Three to two nights. The second chapter in the Nutter Butter Belt Challenge. I, now, I asked John Reichardt prior to the game, I said, is this a season series thing or is it game by game? He said it's game by oh, game. It's, it's Wh got to be game by game. Whoever wins the belt gets to keep it. It's as simple as that. So if you're already in possession of it, you keep it a little longer. If not, you hand it over. Do they schedule appearances for it? They should. That thing is beautiful. I mean, it's a good-looking belt, yeah. Just, you know, can I have, like, an office party and have it come by? <laughs> you know, like have, they do with the Cyhawk. Yeah, trophy. have your picture taken with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, now Hansen comes way out and plays it, and it's intercepted. Chipped in down low there by the Squirrels, where Brad Hall tangles and tries to chip it out and just does get it out. And now the Squirrels will reset. Chris Eng brought it back in. Busby wasn't quite on Busby side Busby wasn't quite on side. You know, I hesitate when I see Busby because I think for – at least five years, he had this very distinctive yellow helmet. Same. And now, all of a sudden, he's got the black one, just like most of us, and it's really messing me up. Uh, yeah, it's he's got the same uh, cage visor thing going on. So if you can see that, that's the the giveaway. But yeah, now that him miss him changing that away from that yellow bucket was a big change. Yeah, we may have to get some spray paint and take care of that. <laughs> Sir, this is bothering us too much. You need to change. <laughs> you need to change your gear. Similarly, Dan Jones needs to stick with that green hell, but he's Agreed. rocking out there. Agreed. All right, so the squirrels look to dump back in. Just gets past McKee. Peterson now has it. Looking for help. Peterson tries to get it over. That one just went behind Taylor nice Hickey. Shot. Oh, and there's the shot and score. Nice shot. He hit the net, the back of the net hard enough the water bottle popped up. <laughs> you don't see that often in novice. No, you don't see that in intermediate either. But that time it was Peterson who once again just rocketed that one in there. He's and got the huge far and away, walking away the number of points for this team. Check out the points he's got on the year. Yeah, Peterson with seven goals and six assists coming in. He's got two more goals today. All right, so no lead is safe in this game. We're tied again at three. Very entertaining. Great to have you with us here on Beer League Radio. That's Keen Gritton who battles, tries to chip it out, gets it back to the point where Butler fires. That one's deflected. Now Dan Jones will wrap it around. That's going to come all the way out, and a nice friendly bounce for the Squirrels. Where's taken by who else? Peterson temporarily overskates it. Now he centers. It's broken up by Hutman. Oh, and a great shot by Adam Smith. Another one. They hit the back of the net with authority. I don't know that uh, Punzlin, or sorry, Tony Hansen ever saw that one coming. That was a weird angle and just had gas on it. So I'm having flashbacks to freshman economics because I do believe Adam Smith was the father of modern economics, and he made his presence felt there. I didn't know he was a hockey player, but he 
nailed that right to the back of the net. That was quite the shot. And it is four to three squirrels. So they are proving why they're the first place and undefeated team as they go up four to three as they strike for two quick ones. And still, we're not even at the halfway point. Still 12.05 to go here in the second. That was chipped up by Blake Current. Too far for Forrest. Now Forrest recovers. Oh, and a good poke check there by Chris Eng. Where Forrest was gone. Now Mavridis has it. Tom Mavridis. Great patience. He passes over to Forrest. And that one just didn't connect. Now Current dumps in. Yeah, Tom Mavridis is a very calm stick handler. He can literally stick handle in about two feet of space. I've seen it many times. All right, now Forrest tries to get it back to Mavridis and does. Backhand back to Forrest and fires and scores. What a play on a great give and go by Tom Mavridis and Brian Forrest. That was a two-man show there for about the better part of 30 seconds, and they finally cashed it in. I feel like we should pay tickets for that. That was a clinic, and then that was just that was great. Back and forth. Those two guys knew exactly where each other were going to be, looking up the whole time, just short, clean passes, and just buried it. Yeah, and we, we want to emphasize here, folks, these teams are redrafted every year. So these two guys have never played together before, except for the six games they've been together this season. And it doesn't appear to matter. They look like they're very comfortable out there and can communicate very well. So once again, tied at four. All right, so Forrest dumps it in. Chipped out, though, where it's taken by Wendell. Wendell sends it in deep, where it's going to be retrieved by Taylor McKee, the captain. She goes the opposite way, very heads-up play. Gets it over to Brad Miller, who chips it out. That's sent back in deep by T.J. Fleming. Now Butler brings it up, tries to get it up to Mavridis and does. Mavridis up to Forrest, who connected on that last goal. That gets it over. Shot. Oh, just wide. That was Bradley Miller, who suddenly found himself all alone, but couldn't quite connect there. And Tyler, we've all been there. You get that puck, and all of a sudden you realize how open you really are, and you're just thinking, get this thing on net. That's, that's when I <laughs> drop it or fall down. That is, that's when I panic. <laughs> oh, look, this is going to go poorly. <laughs> All right, but a great effort there. Oh, it absolutely was. Great job out of everybody there. Great pass. Uh, great heads-up play. to collect it off the skate of another player and just rim it right to the net. So you're starting to see the emergence of trademark Knights hockey. Spread the ice, make lots of crisp passes, and then make the proper hockey play. And they are giving the squirrels all they want here in this 4-4 tie. What an entertaining game. All right, dumped in there by Justin Austin. Austin centers it, but no one home. It's going to be retrieved by Becky Current. Current jams along the boards. Kept in, though, by Fleming. Now Stambro tries to wrap it around. That's blocked by Peterson. Gets a second chance. Gets it up to Nimmers. Nimmers gets it out. Where it's taken by Dirk Miller. Miller still with it. He fires wide. Now Busby gets it for the Squirrels. He chips it around Stambro. Blake Current, though, intercepts for the Knights. And now it's turned over again in the neutral zone. But Current will get there first. But a good job there by Oskin to seal the point. Now Busby gets it on net, and that rebound was there, but nobody home for the Squirrels, fortunately, there for Hanson. Austin was breaking to it and trying to get there. He just couldn't get there in time. Now Punslin comes out. Sorry about that, Tyler, but oh, we had a fine. potential breakaway there. Yeah. All right. Now the squirrels regroup as both teams change. Jones clears it up. Where it's taken by Brad Hall. Squirrels chip it in. Now McKee gets it. She chips it out. Ooh, but a good keep in there by Hall. That one's backhand off a couple different players it ricochets now Hutman's going to get it out and does he was trying to spring Jordan guy guys now catching up to it now Punslin boy just got there in time now Hutman has it Hutman fires right into Hutman oh now Punslin makes a save so Hutman had two shots got a lot on both of them 
But Punslin makes the save, so things definitely opening up here, Tyler, as we get well into the second period. That last, it absolutely is, you're completely correct, but that last drive there, Punslin, and I'm not sure who was driving to the net, but they were both dead set on getting that puck by the time it got to the faceoff dot. I was getting worried we were going to see a goalie skater collision at, you know, novice speed. Well, Jordan Guy really poured on the Jets. It looked like the puck was nowhere within his reach, but he made the effort to get there and made a very exciting play out of it. Agreed. All right. So the squirrels get it again. Oh, and a big Ooh. save by Hansen. So Adam Smith had kind of snuck out of nowhere there, sort of emerged from the shadows, Brett Hull style, and got the puck and just fired it as soon as he got it and Hansen with the quick glove to preserve the 4-4 tie. That was a great glove save. I, I got to be honest, if I was staying in the net, I'd still be looking at the original pass. <laughs> like, what is happening here? That was a great quick release, and it had air underneath it and everything. Yeah, that looked like a set play there, and it just about worked for the Squirrels, if not for the great glove save by Hansen. Right, so Patton keeps in. He fires it around. That comes all the way back to the opposite side for the point, where it's taken by Ng. Smith back to the point. Patton again. That one just goes wide, so the Squirrels with some sustained pressure here. Adam Smith tries to get to the middle. Hansen's puck still loose. Hansen, Ooh. that goes wide. Hansen's trying to freeze that puck. Squirrels still with some pressure. Back to Patton. Wide open. He fires. That one's just deflected wide. Now the Knights desperately need to clear. Finally get it out. Comes Bradley Miller. Just overskated it. Looks like we're going to have a penalty. For what? I don't know that Lee touched him. I haven't seen an indication yet, but Lee Patton is going to the box. I still haven't seen a signal from the official. I'm going to call it a trip. I guess that's what they saw. I did not see the signal from either. I didn't either. Jake or Henderson. Let's see if I can find it on the app here. So Jake Adams with the call but we still don't know what it was. In any event, the Knights have the power play here with 4.45 to go. Forrest now gets it. He stickhales around still with it. Tries to get it through, but it's broken up nicely by Wendell, who clears it all the way down. Hansen now leaves it for his captain, Taylor McKee. She sends it up, but no one home, and this one's going to go all the way down, but they're going to wave off icing. Squirrels again clear, but this time Forrest intercepts short of the red line. Waiting for his team to catch up. Now he chips it up to Dirk Miller. Now Nemers has it. He fires wide. That's going to go all the way around where Forrest gets it on the point. Forrest down to Becky Current. That one's cleared. Forrest again keeps it in. Knights definitely overloading one side. That's centered. Oh, and it just went past the stick of Becky Current. So again, she found herself in perfect position and it hopped right over her stick, Tyler. That's just how puck luck works. I mean, she's doing a great job crashing the net, keeping that stick down and looking for those quick, dirty goals that get you just wins. Those are important. You got to get those to get that win. Now, Nemers had it roll off his stick and Wendell again cleared it all the way down. We're down to 45 seconds here in the penalty to Lee Patton. Puck dangerously deflects, but Hansen jumped on that. Now Nemers has it. Penalty slashing. All right, so the slashing is the call for Patton. Now Forrest retrieves at his own blue line. He sends it up to Jordan Guy. Guy's going to bring in. He gets around Chris Ang. Now gets it back to the point on a really nice play. Forrest looking for an opening. That's broken up by Jones. Kept in, though, by Forrest, and now it's on the second attempt. The squirrels do clear it. And now we have a... Patton cannot come out of the box yet, but they're going to let him out. Okay, so Patton comes out. Both teams back to full strength. They're going to call the icing. It looks like Tony Hansen's having a little discussion with the officials saying, hey, that guy came out of the box early. I don't know that... He, well, technically early, I guess... Uh, the penalty ended after the play was stopped, 
So Patton should stay in the box until the puck is dropped, but they went ahead and let him out, and that's what absolutely we could hear Hanson asking about it. All right, now Jordan Guy looking to split the D, comes right up the middle, broken up the last second there by Chris Ang. Otherwise, Guy was off to the races. Now gets it back, puts it on the stick of Keen Gritton. Doug Woolham's in the corner now with Hutman. Woolham's dumps it around. It's going to be intercepted by Jordan Guy. Guy does battle with Smith. And Puntzlin's seen enough, and he pulls that in. Can't say I blame him there. There yeah. was a couple people hanging out right outside the edge of the paint. Keen Gritton was right on the doorstep waiting to jam that in if it was loose, and Puntzlin saw that and pulled it in for the faceoff. All right, Hutman tries to win it back, but it's won cleanly by the squirrels. It's wrapped around, and it's a weird crazy bounce. carom. That worked out in the squirrels' favor. Now that is Austin. Overskates it. He centers. Goes past everyone. Now Brad Hall, the former knight, has a roll off his stick, but kept in there by Woolham's. Stambro wraps it around and out. And that will result in the icing. So, Tyler, I can't help but notice we haven't seen Mr. Van Howling on the ice for a while. I hope everything's okay. He's still on the bench. I think with uh, recovering from a rib injury, you can't get too out of breath because just breathing is going to hurt. So maybe just taking the second period off to get, uh, get the heart rate down and uh, keep that gasping loose. Yeah, maybe he uh, told Coach Curtis to sell us, look, I don't want any part of this long change stuff. Save me to the third. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm tired by the time I get across the ice. That's that's novice hockey in general. All right, Forrest has a break, has a step. Ryan Forrest centers. He was trying to hit Butler just out of his reach, but a nice rush up the ice for the Knights. Now Busby brings it up. Busby centers it, actually sends it to the far side, but no one there for the squirrels. Forrest is going to retrieve it behind his own net. And that is the end of the second period, so. All the scoring. I don't know what we're <laughs> going to see in the third, but uh, we've seen eight goals already, four for each team, so a tie going into the third and this very entertaining game. And we're going to recap that in a moment. But first, a word from our sponsors. Beer League Radio is brought to you by The Cake Stand, located at 3530 Westtown Parkway in West Des Moines. With over 90 beers on tap and new tappings every single week, they have special events and parties throughout the year, a full menu of some of the best food in town with food specials all day, Monday through Friday. They are open until 2 a.m. seven days a week and is one of our absolute favorite places to hang out with friends and catch any number of any big games on over 15 big screen TVs. The Cake Stand is the official sponsor of the CIDL and Beer League Radio. Head up to the Cake Stand. Tell them we sent you. Beer League Radio is brought to you by AVS, anything audio, video, security. One of the nation's largest direct TV dealers and AT&T wireless dealers. They offer full CenturyLink internet for any residential or commercial space. Our company, MyVIPMove, offers home security, Mediacom internet, and TV as well. Custom home theater applications are available. Call Nate McCombs at 515-868-6119. All right, so just about ready for the third period as both teams switch sides to their original ends as the Squirrels defend the south end or the lounge end as the home team and the Knights go to the far bench. All right, Tyler, we've seen eight goals, four for each team, and uh, this is an early enough game. There's not a lot of people here in the lounge, which is too bad because they're missing a great, they really are. great matchup. They really are. And the squirrels got to be sharp for this third period. As we talked about last week and a little bit earlier, the, the Knights are far and away the best novice third period team with 11 goals scored in the third period so far this year. 50-50 uh, hockey for the first two periods is effectively a win for them the way they've been playing so far. All Let's right, see so if that holds up. Yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll see if this trend continues. Mavridis brings it in. That's broken up by Smith. McKee, oh, nice keep in there by Taylor McKee, who gets it to Mavridis. Tried to get around Peterson, who couldn't quite do that. And now it's up to Adam Smith. 
Smith brings it in. He's got Peterson with him. Smith still with it. Fires and scores. Wow. And that was a low, hard shot. It almost looked like he waited for the defenseman to get into position to use him as a screen. And the way that uh, Hansen didn't react till the puck was already past him, I think that's exactly what that was. And the Squirrels retake the lead at 5-4. to four. And That's Peterson's third. So we'll either see him continue to play up at forward and just be somebody who's in the way or looking for passes, or he might move back to D. It looks like he's going to stay up forward. Well, I think he just told his left winger, hey, dude, that was my third, so I'll be looking for you. <laughs> Which is the way to go? Go out there and still screen the goalie and get some passes in. Nobody says you can stop getting assists. All right, now current clears. Blake current, that is. It's important to make that distinction. It is. Husband and wife, Becky and Blake, on the same team. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Blecky. Oh, that one just about had Hanson fooled as he deflected that one wide. Kept in by Patton. Oh, and a big save by Hanson. Great shot from Patton. Patton again from the point. One of the best decisions that Squirrels team has made is move him back to D. Uh, he may not have the, the wheels to help back check a whole lot, but if you can get him the puck at the point, he's going to get you a couple goals either from just straight sniping or some great rebounds throughout the year. Yeah, exactly. It's such a hard shot, and at the point, he has more room to let it go, which he did just there. All right, Dan Jones dumps it in for the Squirrels. Hansen comes in to cut that off, relieves it for Stanbro. Alex Stanbro gets it up to Dirk Miller, tries to clear and does. Now Nemers. Gets behind the defense. Tries to get around Jones and does. Nemers fires it. That one goes wide. Now Becky Current looking to center. Taken off her stick by Hickey. Now Peterson recovers. Remember, he's got three as he brings it in. And apparently he forgot that because he just fired it on net. And now he gets a second shot. I think uh, Coach DeSellis might want to have a little talk with him when he comes to the bench. So, of course, that would not have counted had he scored. But it does eat a lot of time off the clock. Yes, it does. Peterson again with it. Overskates it. He tangles with Dirk Miller. He fires. That one's deflected wide. Now Wendell centers. Peterson behind the net. That hits the post and goes back. Now there's Pete Van Halling. Nice and fresh here for the third. It's cleared where it's taken by Chris Eng. Eng centers it, goes in, but it's retrieved by Current, Blake Current. That one's sent all the way down, resulting in the icing call. So 5-4 squirrels, but I have a feeling we have not seen the last goal in this game as we still have 14 and a half minutes to go. Now, the way the second period went, I'm expecting four goals. <laughs> could be 9-8 final. We'll, yeah. we'll have to see how this goes. It absolutely could. This could be a... Hula, uh, a uh, it was a Scorpions and Benders game here. <laughs> this is the Scorpions and the Benders of the novice right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, there you go. All right, Hutman wins it back nicely to McKee, who reverses direction to Forrest. Forrest back to Hutman. Ethan Hutman tried to get it over to Jordan Guy, but that's broken up nicely there. Now TJ Fleming over to Van Howling, taken off his stick by Forrest. Chips it up to Hutman and out. Hutman recovers and gets it back himself. Hutman fires just wide. And Ethan Hutman's got a shot there. Oh, and a big turnaround there by Jordan Guy, and that just goes wide. Got to go for the pass there. You had somebody behind you with an open net in front of him. And the squirrels saw enough of that, and they wisely cleared it, and they will take that icing every time. Especially when you're up one. Yeah, unlike the NHL. Oh, wait, no, I apologize. The Knights are currently up one, aren't they? Yeah, it's the Knights. I think they've got that wrong, don't they? Let's go check. All right. Either that or we're both asleep, which is entirely possible. I did have a lot of turkey this week. All right, so the squirrels it chip is, it, it out. It is squirrels. It's just wrong on the scoreboard. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. All right, this is the squirrels who are up 5-4. That's going to mess us up until I'm gonna go let them know. corrected. All right. So while my color man goes to correct the scorer's table, I will bring you the action. It's dumped in here by Brad Miller for the Knights. That's kept in nicely by Forrest. 
goes behind the net where it's taken by Doug Woolams. Woolams has a roll off stick, his stick right to Mavridis, who fires and scores. So Tom Mavridis got that puck as Woolams tried to clear, but it rolled off his stick. Mavridis intercepted, put it on net. Punselin got a piece of it, but like at least two other goals in this game, it just rolled across the goal line. And once again, we are tied, this time at 5 5. And so once again, we're back to where we started, all tied up here at five with under 12 minutes to go. All I had to do was walk down there. It worked perfectly. <laughs> all right, so now it's five all. And a nice goal there by Mavridis. As I, Tyler, I was just saying, that's the third time a, a goal just happened as the puck trickled across the line. That's, uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. All right, so Stambro brings it up. Still with the puck, gets around Jones. Stambro, great individual effort. And gets it back on the follow-up. Wow. What an effort by Stambro. But a big save by Punselin. That comes all the way down. And wow, what an effort by Alex Stambro. He went around two squirrels, got the shot off. Punselin made the initial save. He got a second shot. Punselin steered that aside. And finally, the squirrels corral it and clear. But that's a great play for the Knights because not only did they get the pressure, they get the face-off just to the right of Punselin. It's little things like that that don't always show up on the score sheet that make a big difference in a hockey game. Oh, it certainly does. All right, that that had one. a collision there. And, and because here comes of it. Peterson, who cannot score, but he's going to try it anyway. And unless we miss the scoring, I don't think that's going to count. I think that's his fourth, just based on who's been credited goals on the score sheet looking at the app. Yeah, so... But there's no signal or waving off of a goal. So we'll have to uh, check the Jake's scoring Jake's down there later. checking. He's just getting told that's three. So either. Well, he for sure has three now. Yeah, no yeah, no question about it. So there must have been a mistake for who they credited the goal to for one of the other ones in the system, which, you know, it happens. Now Peterson again. I think he knows this time. All right, so now he, try, he yeah. tries to center it. Based on his attitude on that carry it alone, <laughs> there, was a, there was a difference on what's on the site versus reality. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that so, was a very different Peterson carrying that puck into the zone. Yeah, that was, oh, I'm going to shoot this. Oh, wait, I can't. No, better not do that. All right, so face off to the left of Hansen. Right, we got a penalty there. It's going to be charging. Maybe interference. I think that's going to be an interference call. In any event, it's going to be Hutman going to the box. He's going to argue it. Don't do that. And so the Knights, having finding themselves down again by a goal, now are also shorthanded. So a big point in this game. As we're under 10 minutes left, six to five squirrels. A coach's nightmare, but a fan's dream to see a game like this. Lots of goals, 11 so far. And I don't think we're done yet. Face-off one by Nimmers. Kept in nicely by Jones, at least temporarily, as Guy went to clear that one hard. Taylor McKee takes it behind her own net, looking for help. Now she's going to wrap it around. And Nimmers collects it and dumps it deep. So that's a great play. That's what you do as a winger. You get up high there and give your defense partner a target and get that puck out of the harm's way. Now T.J. Fleming brings it up for the Squirrels, right down the middle. Good back check there by Nemers. Van Helling, though, gets it back. Fires, that goes just wide. Now Fleming tries to get it back. Send it back to the point, but Jones had already pinched in. Now here comes Brian Forrest. Looking to kill some time and maybe get a scoring chance. It's back to Guy on a give and go. Punsland makes a save. Ooh, and he thought he was going to freeze that, but he saw that no Knights were around, so he left it for Dan Jones. Gets it up to Sam Wendell. Oh. That's intercepted by Nemers, but he lost an edge and goes down. He had some daylight, too. Right now Jones chips it up to Van Howling. Nice centering play to T.J. Fleming, and that tried to get it back to Wendell, and he overskates it. That was a beautiful play unfolding there for the Squirrels. Now Mavridis trying to get around Jones, had it roll off his stick. Now Sam Wendell brings in. Wendell 
One on three as the squirrels are in the middle of a change. Wendell now looking for help. That comes out of the zone where it's taken by Chris Eng. Eng waiting for his team to get on sides. Gets it over to Busby. Busby tangles with Forrest. Forrest who clears it just past Eng. Four seconds remaining in the power play. All right, so the power play just about over. And now Hutman comes out of the box as the Knights kill that one off. Seven minutes to go, still six to five squirrels. Intercepted by Forrest. Tried to get to Hutman. It just went off his stick. And the squirrels look to bring it in. Here's Busby trying to find Austin, but that's blocked by Forrest. Tried to wrap it around, but intercepted nicely by T.J. Fleming. That's fired wide by Hall. That's Austin back there. He's been all over the game today. Hutman now stick handles around, but has it roll off his stick, so Eng keeps it in for the squirrels. Chipped up. Eng comes down to play it. Gets around Hutman. Hutman again fires, and this time he gets it out, and it goes right up the middle. This is not going to be far enough. Well, it is going to be far enough for the icing. That's how both teams will change. Six minutes to go on a, just a very entertaining game. Six to five in favor of the Squirrels, and we'd expect no less in this type of rivalry game. Not at all. This is exactly how I was anticipating it going. Just two teams who care an awful lot and want to make sure that they're both playing clean but coming away with that belt. Okay, so the face-off to the left of Hansen. Peterson wins it back. Remember, he has a hat trick, so no more goals will count from him. Willems chips it down deep. Blake Current gets it around Hickey. That one eludes everyone, and we have another icing call. Five and a half to go here in the third period. Six to five squirrels. This game has been everything novice games are all about. Yeah, we've had a little bit of everything. We've had some uh, kind of scary uh, skating into the boards. We've had lots of good goals. Yeah. Good goaltending. We've had it all. Now Peterson back to the point where Jones has it. He fires. Good save by Hansen. That's taken there by Adam Smith, but he couldn't quite get enough space. Now Stanbro fights for it. Kept in nicely there for a second by Patton. Now Butler chips it out where Dan Jones will get there for the squirrels. That's Bradley Miller dumps it in deep. The Knights have to get on sides and now are. Now Peterson again. Peterson has it. Centers goes all the way through. He was trying to hit Hickey, and it just went past him. Now the Knights in the middle of a change. Comes up to Peterson. I don't think Peterson's left the ice. It seems like he's out there the entire time. It's entirely possible. All right, Miller looking to clear, but kept in nicely there. And who else? Peterson has the puck. Centers it down low. Centered back, now Peterson with it again, back to Miller. He fires, tried to tip it on net there. Hickey on that nifty little play, it just goes wide. Now he's giving it the old beaver tap right in front of the net. Everybody always thinks they're more open than they are. Oh, always. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And Hickey went in really hard. I think they're gonna call Nemers for a trip. Certainly not intentional there. He was going for the puck, but unfortunately got to stick a little high. And that was one of, this is going to sound strange, but Hickey was fortunate he was as close to the boards as he was. Agreed. If he had been about three feet out, that could have been really scary. I couldn't agree more. That was, he was really lucky for his positioning, like you said, near the wall. So it was mostly just chest contact as opposed to head and neck. All right, so down to three minutes, and now the Knights find themselves shorthanded once again, and the Squirrels look to put this one away. But lots of time left here. Fleming fires, that goes wide. Taken by Wendell as he tangles with McKee. Good keep in there by Patton. Actually, that's uh, 
Larry Hippen on a nice play. Yep, yep. Eng fires that one just deflected wide. Comes all the way back to the point. Hippen's going to keep that in. Gets it down to Fleming. Finds Van Halling. Oh, and that one deflected, and it looked like it was going to go right over the shoulder of Hanson. He recovered just in time. Van Halling wasn't able to get quite enough wood on that one, but. Wendell was just down there sniffing, waiting oh for yeah, that to he get was, dropped. Oh, yeah, he was ready for sure. And that time, Fleming won the faceoff, and that was a strange play. Hanson actually shot that forward with his glove. He didn't want to freeze it. Comes just out of the zone. Well, freezing it would have kept the clock going in no play, so it doesn't benefit his team. He was down one to freeze it. He's trying to keep, try to give it away so they had control. And then McKee trying to get around Wendell and does. It's taken by Keen Gritton. That deflects, but right to Butler, who has a shot. Oh, and that one's stopped in by the captain, T.J. Fleming. Now Gritton gets it up to Ryan Butler. Butler pokes it ahead. It's intercepted by Fleming. That one's deflected. It's going to be kept in by McKee. She fires. That's deflected by Fleming. T.J. Fleming brings it forward. He's bothered by Gritton, but keeps it on side as he gets it over to Van Howling, who centers it back to Wendell. Goes behind him, but taken by Fleming again. One minute left. Butler now retrieves, and we're keeping an eye there on Hansen as Nemers just comes out of the box. Nemers now, oh, I had it tangled in the skates of Gritton, and Nemers gets there it into go. the zone. Hansen is moving. Hansen about three-quarters of the way to the bench, He's but shown. now comes back. Centers it to Hutman. Hutman, good D there by Hall. Oh, and that one just went left. Just to the left of Punselin. 30 seconds. If he's going to go, he's got to go. All right. Hansen is off. Now Punselin makes the save, and now the Knights can set everything up. It's not a stop clock, Butler. Yep, that clock continues to go. There's 15 seconds. The Knights have time for maybe one more shot at this. Puck's dropped. It's going to be a penalty on the play, but it's not going to matter here as the clock's going to run out. And that will do it. So Great game. An incredible D-League game here this afternoon, but it is the Squirrels who emerge victorious 6-5 to five and barely keep their hands on the Nutter Butter belt as they improved to 6-0-1. And, and the Knights gave it everything they had, Tyler, but they fall to 3-2-2. What a game. That was one heck of a game. The Knights battled the entire time, especially with the, at least out of the gate, seemingly much faster Squirrels who were just on top of them and ready to go. And then I just slowed the game down to their pace and just over time took control. And just a couple of weird bounces ended up going the way of the Squirrels. It could have easily gone the other direction at any point. Well, the Knights, of course, coming off their undefeated season, but it's hard to compare season to season because, we again, we redraft the teams every year. But they've got some players that return from last year's team. They're rounding into form. You could definitely see it today as they were not intimidated at all and gave it everything they had. And so they had some good balance in their scoring, but the Squirrels proved why they're undefeated. I mean, they just kept their cool and had some timely plays and just great goals all around, led by number 88, Kyle Peterson, with the hat trick. And uh, Pete Van Howling played, played two-thirds of the game and didn't get, as far as we know, more injured, so that's a win. It is a win. It's great to see Pete start and finish a game. I mean, this may be a new strategy going forward. Just take the second <laughs> period off and just stay strong for the uh, entire game. Can I do that? That's not a bad deal, right? Yeah. Go real hard for the first and third and just, <laughs> just hang on for the second. All right. Well, it works for him, as they say. Yeah. All right. So, Tyler, before we put a bow on this one, any final thoughts? No, I, I, I'm happy for the, the both these teams played a great game front to back, and uh, both teams should be leaving happy. All right, so that is the conclusion of the 12:45 game. And again, the final six to five squirrels in just a very, very entertaining contest. I'm already looking forward to the rematch, or the, the third match, I should say, of the season. Agreed. Coming up in a few weeks. Same. All right, so here from the Collins Community Credit Union in beautiful Buccaneer Arena for my play-by-play -play man, Tyler Shelton. This is Matt Whips. You've been listening to Beer League Radio.
All audio equipment for Beer League Radio is made possible by ABS Concepts. Call Nate McCombs at 515-868-6119 for all your audio, video, and security needs. 